Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. 
It's the fire in. It's the fire in. Clock. It's the fire in. It's the fire in. Clock. Come on, son. It's episode 45, season 8 of the Fine Cup Podcast. I'm joined by Flonis Field. Hello. And we've got Davey Alfie Ward. Hi. Right. How have you been? It's been a while. Me? Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Every time uh, you've texted, I've not been about. So. No. Nice to be back on. Thanks yeah. for having me. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pleasure. How, how are you doing, T? Uh, pretty hungover. Yeah, pretty you're te- fu- pretty tender, but yeah. hanging in there. You, uh, you went to the game yesterday. I did indeed. My first away game of the season. Um, not to say for your old faces, but yeah, it's a fun day out. What, what was it? What was it like compared to the previous times you've gone to Fulham? Because it, I, in my head, like the, the away game at uh, Fulham's one of the best away ties in the in the Premier League. I've done it a couple of times, and I've uh, always loved it. The last time I went there would have been, I think, in the FA Cup when they beat them three 0 Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun away day. Um, what I've kind of realised, yes, what I kind of realised after ten years yesterday is that um, often, if you sit in a certain parts of the of the ground, you can't see the goal. Oh yeah, because it's like old old school design. Yeah. They're catered for the yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, there's posts as well in the new end. I, think, I, might I think so. I think so. But then, yes, I couldn't see the back of the net. So when the ball had gone, I wouldn't realise it had gone until I see the reaction of everyone, everyone yeah. else. But you thought it was a rent that scored, didn't you? I thought, the wings goal. I thought it was a fallen player who scored their goal. Yeah, I missed a deadly goal because I was having my half-time pint, and I thought Durante scored the winks goal. <laughs> so yeah, it's was fun all round. Um, we, we spoke at half-time, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, we did, yeah. And you went, was that the, the shittiest half of football you've ever seen? I, it was one of the shittiest half of football, I think, under Pochettino. Yeah. Definitely. It, it kind of, it felt a bit like the dark, dark days. Yeah. It did, which was uh, nice to be reminded of, maybe. But it did, I, I just texted Flav and I just said, this is the worst, this is... And, and you just replied, like, yeah, it's absolute pony. It was just... Yeah. It just looked like we had no cohesion. It looked like we didn't know, really have, have a plan. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird one because they they created a couple of chances. So did we, to be fair, in the first half. But it looked disjointed because we were missing we were missing key players. Like Kane, you don't realise how good he is until he isn't there. There's only one surviving leg of desk now, so it's a bit of a concern. What's that mean? You know, desk, Delhi, Ericsson, oh, Son, Kane. Yes, yeah, did you make that up? Too? No, I didn't. You I made wish that I, up, I wish you? I could. Desk. I mean, no, I've never heard that. He's made that. Do up. You know why? Do you know why I've said it? I know it'll annoy Flav. So well, I thought I'd bring it up now. It has annoyed yeah, me. What the fuck is this? What's going on? Dead. Like, I get SAS, like Shearer and Sutton. Because yeah. SAS, I mean, they fucking kill people. They're, they're, they're badasses. Yeah. What the fuck's a desk? It's a shorthand, isn't it? I mean, I first you, heard Dan, Dan no, KP was the first person I heard use it. I mean, it's useful. A desk is useful. We're, we're using a desk right now. Yeah. Um, but other than that, the worst acronym I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah it's something you're impressed about, is it? You don't say, oh, I've got a really nice desk at home. Yeah. Look. <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't... Uh, but but yeah, so only one surviving member of the of the Fab Four. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I don't think I, I think we had control of the game. I mean, the first half was wasn't pretty, but I thought there was I thought it was a bit of a purpose dragging them out of the presses we did against Chelsea, mm. and it just feels that Spurs can just phone it in in the Premier League and get the win. Mm. They don't have to be at 100%. That's how important this period is, isn't it? It's, well, just, it's about getting results. It yeah, there's probably a sign of the lack of quality in the Premier League, you know, to be honest. We can just finish fourth in our yeah. sleep. And that's, yeah. that, that's the point we're at now. Yeah. What do you think um, when we lined up with three at the back, the first time we've had our first three start, uh, sorry, first team starters at centre-back, yeah, yeah. you had uh, Sanchez in the middle, Vertonghen left and uh, Adeverod on the right, um, the formation in the first half wasn't working, but I, f- it, 
I do feel comfortable when those three are playing together. It's weird for me because I feel like when we signed Sanchez, because we were playing, remember that season we were playing three at the back a lot? Yeah. And we had Dyer at the back there. Yeah. And when we f- signed Sanchez, I thought, right, this is perfect. This is the perfect back three. Mm. And we've never really seen that happen. And when it has happened, I don't think I've been overly impressed with it. I think there was a period last season um, when we were playing three at the back and we looked really secure. Um, it was just it was before Alavero got his injury against Real Madrid at yeah, Wembley, yeah. and I thought we did look good. Um, but I think people have sussed out the free at the back system. It seems that what a couple of years ago it was really in vogue, and now it's kind of played out a necessity rather than by choice. I think we'd always go with four at the back if we could, but the fact that Son wasn't there, we tend to play free if Son doesn't play. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I mean, we got the result in the end, so. Uh, before we go, carry on with the uh, Fulham chat, you only got a fucking Fighting Cock social on Thursday, boys. Oh, yes. yes. And do you know what? Nearly every member of the Fighting Cock's going to it for the first yeah. time. Doesn't happen now. Doesn't that, happen after that all. No, usually it's just me and you, really. Or Bardi pops along sometimes, Ricky yeah. may come. But all of them, pretty much. Pretty apart much. from. Case. Case. <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah. I saw Case like the last one and I saw his abs. Yeah, they're mad. They were mad. Yeah. They he, were like, everyone's talking about them and for the listeners, like, they are. Yeah, crazy. Case, if you don't know, Case is our web web designer, and I think he makes up for the fact that he's a web designer by trade by working out every single day. It's yeah. it's crazy. You know, like films where they lift up their shirt and you can tell it's like a superimposed yeah, like three hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's mad. It he looks would, like he wouldn't let me punch it though. No, he looks like he's tensing all the time. Yeah, right? he, he does. Yeah. He is, he is gold, though, you know, as a human being. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, obviously, he, he looks great, but he's just... Um, he's always got these new workouts that he's doing, and now he's doing this thing where he stresses before he goes to bed. And it's, like, the best thing I've ever heard. I've not done it yet, but I will, I will do. Do you know the best thing that I've ever experienced in relation to Case was when he had a shoulder injury? That was my happiest moment. <laughs> he's normal. Like, yes! <laughs> yeah, he's fucking normal. Um, yeah, yeah, the fight got social. We're all going to be there... Obviously playing against Chelsea, they got beat by Arsenal at the weekend so and didn't look great at all. Uh, we're not going to preview the game, but I feel like together, in the EV bar, everyone, all Spurs, knocking Chelsea out the semi-final and marching on to the final of the League Cup against Burton. Positive energy, mate, positive energy. Yeah. yeah. Burton are going to do it, aren't they? If you want tickets, you can still get them at the, the fightingcop.co.uk forward slash social or the pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, five pounds. It's gonna be good. It will be be incredible. The Barcelona game is one of the best nights of my life, and it, it was just great because everybody around you is, is feeling the same thing. Yeah. And when we lose, even like the, our track record of doing these these socials isn't great. Yeah. We're, we're taking the draw against Barcelona as a win. win. Yeah. But uh, you kind of go through it together, and it's it's you know everybody's feeling the same thing. It was uh, oh that Barcelona atmosphere because I've I've never been to one where we've even though we didn't win that game, yeah. it, it felt like we won yeah. the game. Yeah. And it was just. Electric. I was standing. I was standing next to uh, a Brazilian girl called Sofia, and she was screaming. Yeah, she was top mad. of her. She was mad. She was screaming at the top of her lungs. You know, Portuguese. Yeah. Um, and it just went off when, and obviously uh, Mora scored as well. So yeah, it was, yeah, that was wicked. It was so good. Um, it went off when Wink scored that winner as well, didn't he? Yeah. Did, did you did. give up at any point? Did you think it weren't going to happen? Because um. I don't know. You know, at, at the point when Nkudi picks the ball up, I, I kind of looked at my phone thinking, "Well, the game's going to be going to be over now. It's going to yeah. be one all." Yeah. And then when I saw it, I was like, "What? The f-? It's like a bit of an out of body experience." Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I had the feeling that we were going to get it back. So when, as soon as the the alley goal came, it felt like the second goal was coming, and then it, it obviously didn't, and it kind of it dried up somewhat. But 
we the, the quality of the play for that second goal yeah. to play that football in the 93rd minute with that intensity and pace and then for Nkudu who has I mean what, what has he ever done for us really no. he's done nothing to deliver the ball of his life oh. and he, it, the technique in which he struck that ball yeah. you can't defend against that the keeper can't come for that the defenders don't, can't really get much on it it's one of those perfect balls and you just hope that it lands to mm. so I think defenders goalkeepers hope that that Nobody gets on the end of it yeah, because it there's nothing they can do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the start of that goal was um, it was kind of Lloris sort of looped it out to the left, kind of a hopeful ball upfield. I can't remember who won it. it might have been Dyer. It went back to Winks. He did a, li- a, li- a lovely little kind of um, kind of found a little bit of space, laid it off, and our, our transition through that midfield was superb. And Winks somehow just charged from more or less right back. He must have charged eighty. 80 yards and God knows how long. It must have been, what, eight or nine seconds from when it left his ball to... Uh, left his foot, foot to c- kind of land on his head in the box. And it was beautiful to see him score as well because he's just as as, as limited as he is. And, and he is. He's, he does some things very well, but other things not so well. Um, he does fucking bleed Tottenham. He does. It's just a pure joy on his face. It was yeah. like one of us scoring. Yeah. It, it was, you know. And the last time he scored a goal. Yeah, it was West exactly the same. Yeah. And that wasn't even a last minute winner. It was just a, just a pure... I thought it had gone, though. I, I, I had no hope. Did you? I, I think when Lorente missed a bit of a... You know, he missed that header about 88th minute, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, something that... If Lorente's good at anything, is is supposedly getting on the end of balls like that. And he, he let... The, the worst thing is, is he made connection with the ball, mm. but there's nothing. There's no just, conviction. There was, was no there. conviction the to ball it. Hit him, didn't it? Well, it was more. Like, yes. Just, yeah, just, what, for what? No, I think in that case, he let the ball hit him instead of trying to attacking the ball. Yeah. Oh, well, he. Uh, you're not talking about the angle. No, I'm talking the, about the, the header. The, yeah. The, yeah. the glance at it. It was like he, he, he just stunk of a player out of just a lot of ring rust, really. Mm, yeah, that, and I don't think he ever recovered from the angle. His head was down. Straight away, you could see his head was down and he never picked it back up. And I thought, for a 33-year-old that's you know, won a World Cup, he should be able to... It's, it was written in the stars, right? Yeah. For him, cause he, had, he had another uh, header in the first half. Well, it wasn't a header, it came off his shoulder, which is, just shows, again, the kind of the lack of um, uh, composure that he's got at the moment. And I think it is down to the fact that he hasn't played many games. He's been thrown in to replace the best striker in the world. And the one that came across just after he'd scored the the own goal, it came off his shoulder. He went to head it, missed it, it came off his shoulder. So his timing ain't there. Overall, what did you think of his performance? I, I wasn't impressed at all. I think I don't, I don't want to judge him too much because I think, like I said, his head did drop after the own goal, and I feel like he never really picked himself back up. But mm. every time he got it, he was uh, just not effective at oh, all. He was he was giving the ball away. Of, a lot, wasn't it? We've got a question from Zinger Badu on Reddit. He says, do you play to suit Lorente as an out-and-out target man or drop him and, and play with him more, more midfielders to get uh, or give you for chance? Um, by more midfielders, I presume you'd mean like false nine. With, yeah. 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 Um, right, what do you guys think? Um, I would. I, I want to give him one more. Ch- I would give him one more chance. We've got three winnable home games. Yeah. Good time for him to get back in form. We're not, we haven't got Kane for, you know, Best part of two months, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Son's probably not going to be back till uh, Feb, so I think it's important that he's, he's able to play for everybody just to get a little bit of form, play him at home, less pressure. Yeah, see what he does. Yeah. Um, and if he's not done it after an hour, I'd just pull him off and get you know bring on Lucas Moore if he's fit. I just think we just got to give him time. Um, no one covered themselves in glory yesterday. Um, 
you know, I guess our best player probably get maybe at most eight out of ten. Who was our best player? Uh, Wings. God, it's difficult to really say. Probably Wings. He was everywhere. Rose but, is good. But Delhi is someone who's just so effective as well. I like. I liked his performance as well. But yeah. for Levente, let's give him more games. We've got a bunch of games that are not really. Um, Big, big games, all winnable, including the FA Cup game against Palace and the game against Chelsea. So, Do you think he starts against Chelsea? Uh, don't see why not. I mean, if Lucas is still injured, then you kind of have to. Unless they're yeah. going to put in Kudu there and put Lamella as a fourth man, and he was dreadful yesterday. Yeah, he was poor. Um, I, I, no, I, don't, I mean, I don't think Nkudu plays another game, really. I mean, I, it was lovely that he did what he did. I just don't I, don't, I don't think we've got much choice but to play Laurent Aya on Thursday. If we had a choice, if, we, if Lucas Moura was fit, I would probably play him as a false nine and just would for the you? intensity, yeah. I'd probably yeah, play, I'd probably to... play Lucas Mora off Lorente and tell him just yeah. to buzz around him. Yeah, like a diamond, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was a win, and uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, it's this period is about getting points on the fucking table. Uh, you know, we don't have to play well as long as we pick up those three points. No one expects us to lose Kane's son. Uh, and now Deli Ali, and still tear teams apart. There, there are probably a, uh, Ericsson aside, our three most important attacking players. Yeah. So we've lost them all. They're all gone. Now it's about figuring something out. Pochettino said um, that it's a good chance for young players. Now that Sterling was on the bench. So. Yeah, yeah, he was. And now that St- uh, Deli <laughs> Ali's injured. Yeah. I mean, it's worrying. Yeah, it's, it didn't look good. No, I know. He, he as soon as you saw it, he was just fucking. His, his muscles are quite. It's quite prone to stuff like that. Yeah. He made that made out of quavers or something. I'm not sure. He hasn't. He ain't. He ain't been right since the Everton game. Day. I don't think he's. He, he hasn't looked massively fit since that game. Since that, he got he kind of twinged his ha- hamstring that challenge with Pitford. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, did you see uh, Bellerin's injury? No. There's a. I don't. I don't like watching injuries. I don't want to see it. Uh, is, it, is it horrific? I don't like watching injuries either. It, no, I mean, it's not horrific in that he broke his leg, but um, he's basically, it looks like he snapped his ACL or, or the cruciate ligament. Um, and you can see, because the, when he was stretching, you know when you can see the tendons in their legs? Yeah. You see it ping underneath his skin and just disappear. So it sort of kind of snaps and just gone up his leg. And you know, I know that tendons do that because once, uh, after a night out, I was around my brother's house and uh, we were just getting on it basically and my brother's flatmate was they were hitting him with a um, a cardboard tube and my brother picked up a bread knife and was swinging like they were kind of fighting sword fighting one had a bread knife one had a cardboard tube and my brother accidentally brought it down on his on his hand where his thumb and his uh, index finger are and he basically severed the tendons and they shot up his arm he spent three days in hospital with an operation you don't you look a bit I just I did just the whole story of like who would say see somebody play fighting with a cobbled tube and think you know what this is good a bread knife well we're, we're under infants yeah. yeah. no one makes good just, it's a bit like in Zoolander and in the petrol forecourt and they get in there and they get a spray and petrol on each other there's literally a cobbled <laughs> tube over there you want to have a go uh, I ain't got a knife but yeah <laughs> good um, Deli so what, what, how do we how do we cope with Deli Ali's injury then? don't know I mean I think we're probably going to see more of Nkudu mm. um, out, out of necessity mm. and um, yeah, we've we just got to just got to make the best of what we have ideally we wouldn't have Lorente playing too many games and same with Nkudu but these guys will all likely get a chance we've got um, 
you know, if we beat Palace, win the next one in the FA Cup, so that'd be another game mm. that Kane misses. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's a shame Delhi's injured. I mean, I think when Pochettino says it doesn't look good, it doesn't look good. Because he said felt, that when Kane was, mm. was injured. Yeah. Have you ever felt as much relief as you did when Winks headed that ball in? I, I wasn't that tense. I thought we played all right. I thought I thought the chances would come. I did feel I did, I did feel a bit of relief, but I don't think his performance was that terrible. I just, no. I just thought it was. I thought it was functional. No, it wasn't terrible, but it was great to win, given the fact that Arsenal won. I think yeah, you Ar- can imagine like, Arsenal winning, City winning. I think we've got to kind of keep the keep the pressure. Yeah, no, I, I thought that as well. But I, I think when it hit the net, when when just before, um, I think I had kind of come to terms with the draw. Mm. You know, I, I was starting to process in my mind, well, you know, it's, it's a shit result, but we're still uh, so many points in front of Arsenal. We're still in the top four. You know, mm. I, was, I was starting to kind of I think uh, everyone comfort was, myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when it went in, it wasn't more of a shock than a relief. I just jumped up out of my seat yeah. and started screaming, but it was, I don't know if I felt kind of... I, I, wasn't it a marker about how fucking great this game is? When a, the kind of shitty nothing away games for Fulham, who were kind of in the relegation zone, to, to get that explosion of emotion out of the game. That's what's so beautiful about football. I think, I think the most beautiful thing about the entire thing yeah. was that as soon as the kickoff went, the whistle went. Yeah, yeah. I no, like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no time for comeback. Literally the last kick of the yeah, game. Was, yeah. And then if you add our jubilation to the fucking. Imagine Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham looking at that. Yeah. Because they're desperate for us to drop any kind of points. Yeah. And you can imagine them going, for fuck's sake. Yeah, uh, that, that, do you know what? Well, that's what I thought actually, because uh, there was a there's a comic called Ian Stone who's a massive uh, yeah. gooner. Uh, gooner. Yeah, I know. and he uh, he wrote on Facebook um, at halftime or, or towards the end of the game somewhere. He wrote uh, the bad thing about this is the inevitability that Tottenham are going to score. Mm. And um, and as soon as we scored, I thought of him because I thought I bet he was thinking, oh, you know, they've they've, yeah, yeah. they've got the draw, yeah, you know, yeah. and then yeah. But do, do you remember? Do you remember like quality teams of, of really growing up, like Arsenal? Actually, to be fair, they would always manage to find a way. They'd like go a goal down and they'd hit two goals mm. on the bounce, and uh, it was it's us now. Yeah, it's us, and it was was a as much as it was a, a mature performance in the second half. It was dogged, and we kind of dug out the win, and it was great to see. I just. I'm quite hopeful over the next month. I know we've got some massive games, but I think we're going to find a way. I feel good about it already. I didn't feel that good about it at 85 minutes, we've got to be honest. Uh, any other thoughts on um, Wink's performance? Um, not really. Um... How about uh, Sanchez and Mitrovic battle? Because Sanchez gives me kittens, I've got to be honest. But he people came out of that. People have said that, but he's you know, a 21, 22-year-old centre-back. It's not the age at which centre-backs mature by any stretch of the imagination. No. So... There's adapted to a new league. Um, he did get barged off the board a few times, but Mitrovic is a tricky customer. Tough as well. But yeah, I think out of that, that high-pressure environment, he, had, he was on a yellow card as well, uh, I think, wasn't he? Uh, and he, um, he kind of dealt with the, the the many questions that Mitrovic asked of him. Um, there was one especially good bit. This is what he got booked for, actually. It was where uh, Mitrovic kind of overrun it, and he kind of did like a little cruff turn and just took Mitrovic out of the game and kind of pulled him down. And that does show the class that's within Sanchez. It's um, yeah, I just I like I think him. I think he's, he's got, got a lot. he's got potential. He's got he's got obviously got a lot of improvement to do. Mm. And it would be stupid to say a twenty-two-year-old hasn't. Um, but I, I see a lot of potential there. Um, you know, mm. this thing with three at the back it just makes me feel a little easier about Trippier starting. To be honest, because that's. 
that's the only position, that's the only formation that I think you can shine in at the moment because he's in a terrible run of form. He is. Yeah. I, I think our best, uh, our best player was Rose actually. I, I Rose is excellent. I, I love Rose. So I just love him. Every time he got the ball, he looked to just attack. Was cutting in. Was trying to hit the byline. And he looked dangerous. He was our kind of best player going forward. And when we play three at the back, Rose has to start. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Davis. Davis is is a good uh, squad player, and I think Davis will do a job. He's better at left back. I think. Yeah, he's a better left back, but he'll do a job for the thirteen teams below seventh. You know, Mm. like he he'll do a job. But when it comes to the big games, he's he's not good enough. And and Rose should, if he can't play every week, should be kept for those games. Playing through the back. And who else was fuming when he got booked? By the way, yeah, I was doing my. I've never. I've been so angry. So he got booked for diving. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was just it, like it, it, was, it was. If anything, it could have been a yellow card for the Fulham player. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I, saw I saw that again today. Because I got this feature on Sky called Aston, which is Aston ref. What did they say? Yeah, Dan McGallagher said it was. It, it, it shouldn't have been a booking. No. Um, and obviously we were chasing the game so it was fucking infuriating yeah it was uh, it, it was a quality bit of play actually he just tapped it past him yeah. ro- rode the kind of kind of challenge and then went over it is bizarre that we've got all our defenders fit and we've got our keeper fit but above that it's just a bit of a mess I mean it was good to see Eric Dyer return and we looked okay when he came so on he, so. he played in a peculiar position he was almost playing on the on right inside forward If I, if, unless I read it wrong or watched it wrong but he he was it was often quite far forward. He, yeah. On the right, he, what, he yeah. was. It was like in a, if he was if there was a diamond, he was on that right side of the machine. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. That's yeah. probably what it was. Um, he, uh, he, he, yeah. Again, um, I think when players play often, uh, and then you kind of become used to what they can do, and then when they're missing and come back, you think actually no, there is, there is some player there, and it's, we need him back because Sissoko's, you know, he's not. I don't know when he's going to be fit. I think he's. I think he'll be fit for the league games. Really? Yes, I think he's only missing this weekend, so he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. But it's just it's just crazy. I think with you know with, with the emergence of Sissoko, you just can't help but think he can do it with anyone. Mm. I mean, him, Pochettino, pretty much writing off Janssen was was odd because uh, well. it's not something he generally does with the players. I mean, I think Janssen's rubbish, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you'd think you'd try and keep everyone on side. I mean. It makes it more difficult to sell him now because you've just managed to send your crap. It is, it is a strange yeah, one because yeah, Poch isn't usually like that and I think he's just like... It's weird because you'd think that most managers in that position, even if their head they're thinking he's never going to play for the club again, yeah. they would say some media bullshit like, yeah. oh, you know, he's not really in the plans at the moment but if he trains well, you know, I'm not going to write him off. Yeah. But it was just like, is Janssen going to play? No. Just... In it's straight odd, up. It's odd because what, what's the gain from giving that information? Yeah, I, exactly. I, I really don't understand where he's coming from there. Yeah, I noticed uh, Pochettino's son was on the bench for the under twenty five. I think he's under twenty three, under eighteen against Arsenal. Windy so, doesn't rate him Nepotism. So yeah, he reckons he's not in there on merit at all. <laughs> uh, speaking of Windy, uh, is he? You might hear him now. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's he's going to do an update. Oh, is he? Okay, so uh, it's Windy. Hello, friends of youth football. How goes it? It's been a while. This is Windy back with the weekly youth update. And I'm going to drop a little bit of youth knowledge about what's been happening um, the big one is the, the defeat at Arsenal, unfortunately, in the FA Youth Cup. So our under-18s 
this season have been unbeaten. But we lost our first match. Sort of. We drew, really, because in 90 minutes we drew two all. Ultimately, we lost 5-2 in extra time. I couldn't make the match. I was gutted that I couldn't make it. Um, but apparently, we played a really good first half and then threw it away in the second. Our goals in the game came from Armando Shashua and Janil Bennett. Um, Arsenal, if you, if you get a chance to see the goals, um, Saka, who is a fantastic player for Arsenal, scores a, a brilliant goal. And um, yeah, ultimately, they deserved the win. But a big shame for our young boys who've been, as I say, unbeaten so far this season and so impressive along the way as well. I gather uh, Brooklyn Lions Foster, who's one of our best young defenders, had a bit of a rough match, which is un- which is to be expected because he's been out injured for a while. So it's tough for him. I feel really bad for him because he's normally so reliable. But um, yeah, that was a big pity. Meanwhile, the under-23s... Um, we drew two all against Norwich in the Premier League International Cup, which means we've got to now win our match against Athletic Bilbao on Wednesday at Stevenage to make sure we progress to the knockout stages. Um, I suppose the other things that I'll focus on filling in on are the low knees. So the, the two, the three big bits of news, really. Josh Onomar's been injured, so not a lot going on with Onomar. Although there are rumours that he might be recalled um, from his loan at Sheffield Wednesday at the end of the month to help out with the central midfield injury crisis. Who knows if that will happen? But the, the two big ones are Carter Vickers, who's at Swansea. His game time is about to suddenly be increased because their first choice centre-back has got injured. He came on on 21 minutes, I think, in the previous game and by all accounts had a really good showing. Swansea fans are quite um, optimistic about how he might fit in for them. And the other one is Marcus Edwards, who's been off for a while at during the winter break. Excelsior uh, uh, had a training camp. I think it might have been in China. And so he's had some warm weather training, has come back and he's scored his first goal in his first game back. So restored to the starting lineup, he gets the goal. Hopefully that means he gets plenty more matches for the second half of the season. I really hope he can um, can play well out there and establish himself. It was nice to see him celebrate with a big smile on his face because too often we've seen Edwards look look pretty glum and this looked like a... It looked like a weight had been lifted. So, yep, yeah, check out his goal if you can. I, I tweeted a link to that. Um, I'll, I'll go into some more detail next time. But for for this week, that's it. I'll um, I'll, I'll 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 end it there. I've missed you, and I hope you've missed me too. So that's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for come on your Spurs. Second half of the Flying Cup podcast. Thank you very much, Windy. Um, so we we scored a last minute goal, didn't we? And uh, I just asked you boys if there's any anything where you've kind of managed to pull something off last minute. And you mentioned about going missing, you know, a Euro so getting Euro star train by last four minutes. Oh uh, yeah, well I was in I was in uh, Belgium gigging last month, and um, I was getting the Euro star back, and I needed to be back the next day. I, there was no time for. And I remember I was drinking Belgian lager, which is gorgeous, by the way. We were drinking Stella right now, but um, <laughs> you know, like you know, like the, the stuff that they brew there—it's just the craft beer. And there was this one with a gnome on it, and I was drinking it, and everyone was like, all the locals were like, "Slow down!" Yeah, and I'm like, "No, I, I can drink." Yeah, I was yeah. like, "I can booze. I'm Irish. I can booze." <laughs> I'm a gypsy, and I. Yeah. And uh, and 
they were like, no, slow down. I was like, no, nah, it's fine. It turned out this stuff was like 9%. And I woke up Picture the next off. day and I um, I remember I had three hours before my Eurostar went and I remember thinking, I'm not making this. I've never been so hungover that I couldn't move. Really? But I've got, yeah, and then I made it. I run through Brussels, but I made it by four minutes. I was throwing up, I threw up in a bin in the station. Fucking hell. Um, but I've got a Spurs related one, actually. I just thought of it. Um, Dortmund away in the Europa League we lost 3-0 mm. me and my mate went out there Gary and uh, we the flight direct flight was so much money and we were trying to save so we went to Warsaw and then got a flight from Warsaw to uh, Dusseldorf wherever you fly to mm. uh, and it was like £30 for the two flights or it was like £200 for a direct flight Sweet. but our, our one from Stansted was delayed on the runway Oh. So we had to get off, go out of security, go back through security in Warsaw, uh, and we just made. You know, you know them Ryanair queues that are really long. Yeah, yeah. we were the last two. We just, oh, we yeah. just. Exactly. Well, uh, so I, I had one where I didn't make it. Um, <laughs> I went with the missus and kids to Switzerland to see our, uh, their their granddad, my my uh, missus's dad, uh, and we we had about twenty minutes before the the kind of gates were shut. Well, we thought we did anyway. Fucking tra- trundling all through the airport, get there. There's no one on there. They're letting on a disabled bloke. But everyone else has got on. And they'd say, no, no, it's closed. Well, well, you, you know, you can't get on. We said, you're literally letting on a bloke there. Now, I get that it, I get that he's disabled, and that's, you know, fair enough. But can we just get on? They're like, nah, fuck off. So obviously, by the time I look around, little girl's crying her eyes out. I'm looking at my missus thinking, how the fuck are we going to get home? For two reasons. One, this is going to be expensive like getting last minute flights out of anywhere is dear and two there probably ain't any flights so there ain't like fucking spare flights coming for going from uh, Basel to to, to to London anyway he went round all the kind of um, gates asking easy Egypt no no flights no flights went go to British Airways we've got four tickets we've got four tickets going out and I was like alright mate uh, how much is that 1400 quid <laughs> each nah for four for, of us still, I was going to say still that's and I was like, uh, I checked my bank out, I didn't have enough money. I didn't have 1,400 quid in there. I was like, we're fucked, we're fucked, Ollie. The kids are fucked, they're going to starve to death, we don't have money. We're <laughs> fucked, I'm leaving you, I'm going to sort this out myself. And uh, and she went, you have a mate who works for EasyJet. He'll be listening as well. Thank you, you're a fucking legend. He found us four seats on an EasyJet flight from Zurich, which is like an hour away, for 30 quid each. What's the result? Is he coming to the live show? I hope so. I haven't met him in real life. Benny's name is absolutely fucking legend. Wonderful story. Um, That's what the club does. That's what the club does. Well, yeah. Big John Bass came to my show on on Saturday Gone. And he brought his missus, who's a TV producer. And she liked me. Did she? Yeah, that's what the club... And I was thinking this today. She works on the Big Nasty Show. Wow. And she really liked me. And we went for a beer afterwards and she was very positive about... Putting me in touch with lots of producers. Mate, that's super. And I was thinking today how much I love John for doing that because he put his neck out in the line because I could have been shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, but it was that's what the club has done. You know, the club it, made me meet you guys. There, there is something beautiful about a shared love of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. And we can all belong to it. And, and the kind of opportunities and relationships that are built. Like I've met some of my best mates. In, in, not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not you yet, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Still work to do. Uh, no, I've met some of my best mates through doing this podcast and and going to Spurs. In fact, I have. They, they are they they are my best mates. So, he's and then and, and 
my family as well, my brothers, my dad. Spurs makes our rela- our relationship and our connection with each other better. It's fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. No, it really is. I mean, a lot of the time we focus on you know the splits within our fan base, but a lot of the times there's people you would never have met otherwise other than a love of the club. Yeah. And, you know, the same with the podcast. I think it's three mergers and counting, so... What, since the podcast started? Well, people who have met th- through the podcast. Three mergers? Marriages. Three? Yeah. So Jack uh, and Peachy. Jack and Peachy. Um, Maria. Maria and... There's rock, another one. Rock, rock Trumpet, I think that's his Christian yeah. name. Uh, there's another one I've forgotten. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a lovely thing. Yeah. An amazing thing. Didn't get invited to any of them. <laughs> let's, let's move on. You're welcome. Uh, link with Andy Carroll. Yep, two million. Two million pounds. Yep, he'll be uh, he'll be eligible for the Chelsea game. Well, hang on a minute. What? Why would they send him to us for two million? Is he contract up? Uh, not ready. I've just saw the headline. I just put it <laughs> this in isn't, order. This isn't happening. Would you say? Why what? are we talking? No, what? What? no. Look, it's in the news. We talk about it. No, I ain't, wouldn't take him. You, Fuck that. He'll do a job. He'll do a job when he's what, on a fucking doctor's table. He's fucking injured all the time. Diagnals into the box. Diagnals. He's not on it. He is such a talented footballer. There's a shame what's happened with all the injuries. He was when, when Newcastle had him. He was. He was. Amazing. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah. I wanted us to sign in then. Yeah, because we were linked to him, and he joined. And he joined Liverpool in the same window as Suarez. Well. That's thirty-five million. I think. Yeah. yeah. Was a mad, mad fucking uh, transfer that. But um, I've, I have always been impressed with him, and I'm not <laughs> saying he's the answer to our, our Listen, problems. there was there was links with Jacko. I would I'll take them more than yeah, I'll take, take that. He's got two league this season, Jacko. Yeah, so, you're, but you're, you you just made a point that you would rather sign Andy Carroll than Jacko. I just think you do a job. Uh, yeah, you just. I just think you do a job. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be. I think it's a very very bad move. I, we would have trouble shifting him as well. I mean, yeah. probably be on a hundred grand as well. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, pay as you play, one of them. Yeah, needs to bring that back. Yeah, don't know about that. Anymore. Has anyone ever signed on a pay as you play contract? It's yeah. like one of those things. That... Was was wasn't King's last one similar to that? Yeah, that's yeah. a fuckery, isn't it? I think it's mainly people who are like thirty six years old as one yeah. shot at redemption, like last chance you about football. Uh, <laughs> do you think we need to sign anyone? Will we sign anyone? And where are you generally with uh, Daniel Levy? Yeah, we we got a we got an. What do you call it on Instagram? A DM. Yeah. Saying, "Oh, why do you guys ever go in and leave?"y kind of thing. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember someone. That. I think someone asked us on on, on Reddit. As yeah, well, yeah. The name. You know, they should fuck off out of our club, kind of thing. And what Levy should? Yeah, and Joe Lewis. And yeah. I guess the transfer windows when these things come back up again. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we've talked about Levy over and over again. I'm I'm fairly agnostic. I don't I don't love him, but I don't aggressively hate him either. Mm. You know, and um. I think we do need to sign some players now. I think, you know, we can't have any more injuries. We're dying here. We've got a week. Yeah. And, um, and obviously you've got um, the whole thing about getting potch fit and getting, you know, getting fitted into our system. But we just need more bodies. Um, at the window, I thought we were not going to sign anyone. But with these three injuries now, I think we are, I think our hand is being forced here. But I don't, I don't think we're going to sign anyone because our hand is being forced. And the other clubs will then... Put up their price because they know that we're what is it in in desperate. Has anyone signed anyone this year? I can't think of one major transfer. Lastly, Cole joined Derby. Did he? Yeah, he did. Ashley Cole joined Derby. I yeah. thought he was retired. Oh, he's Where in there. He's in A. He's in there, but yeah, he joined All Derby right. today. Um, okay. In the Premier League, I can't think of any. There are some, but I can't think there's, of any. There's rumours about Iguain going to Chelsea. Yeah, I mean that would be. Perfect, wouldn't it? Just yeah, for him, him and Sari got a good didn't relationship. One of the clubs signed somebody on like the first day. One of the bigger clubs. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I'm sure they did, but I can't. I think they should fucking scrap the January transfer window. 
Oh yeah, no, it was uh, it was Chelsea. They signed that that kid from Dortmund but loaned him back. Oh, is he gone back on loan? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Where am I at with Daniel Levy? I I I think he's. I think he's done fine. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't get where the hate comes from. I, I, yeah, I mean, I know some people kind of equate a chairman's role into is signing players, but uh, I don't think it is at all. And uh, the fact is, football's changed. We're not this. We a, a, a chairman isn't going to behave in a way that a football fan wants him to. He's going to behave in a way that generates profit and I I kind of understand it I don't want it to be that way I want football clubs to be membership based and membership driven and the fans to become uh, kind of major players in, in the ownership of the club but it isn't like that anywhere and you know because of that and I, and I actually genuinely think that the reason why we haven't signed him on is, is as much about Poch as it is uh, Levy it's, you know where, where it comes with Levy um, I'm in a bit of a love hate with him because sometimes I love him and sometimes I hate him and it comes down to I don't care I don't I don't hate him because of what he's done to the club and he's done a fantastic job mm. and I understand that we're not necessarily in the position to go out and spend 75 million on a centre back but I get really frustrated at the, the contract situations with the, with the wage structure and I think we've got the best team I've seen in my life mm. And this with all that negotiation with Alderweireld, and now Ericsson looks like it's stalling. And I feel like I understand you can't go and spend hundreds and hundreds of millions on players. Look at the squad you've got now. Mm. Keep it and keep it happy. We did a, we did a podcast with Mido, and he, one of the things that he said was keeping players is almost more important than, than signing new ones. Uh, it's so hard to keep players and to get them to sign new contracts when they're constantly having conversations with other people, other players. And uh, you know, it's just one of those those things really um, we we are getting to a situation where we need to strengthen the squad we're not going to have this same team forever if Ericsson leaves it's going to cost an absolute fortune to replace him I, I don't understand the dynamic this, the club aren't forthcoming and giving us information about how it's run not signing players is such a rare thing for a club to experience we're the only club in Euro- Europeans top five leagues not to sign someone in, in the summer we haven't strengthened again in January so I can understand where the frustrations come from, but look where we was before Levy took over. Well, and that's that, that's what that's what seems to be the issue is that we've not won any trophies under him. One trophy under him, no. and I guess people kind of point to that. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's Levy's fault that we shut the bed against Portsmouth in the semi-final in 2010. No, ain't I don't think it's Levy's fault that we lost five-one to Chelsea in the FA Cup semi. I don't think it's his fault that we lost to Man U last season. It's just it's just one of those things. Um. I mean, enough. You know, I mean, I do think we need more players, and I would rather he'd be a bit more, you know, free with backing the managers. Yeah. Um, but, but aren't we in a situation now where we we can actually dream of title wins? We can dream of potentially going far into Champions League. Whereas ten years ago, that was that was sort of pie in the sky stuff. Yeah, but we can we can dream, and it's it's closer, mm. but we're still not there. And and if Poch leaves in a few years because he hasn't been back. And then players leave after that, and Ericsson leaves next year because of he hasn't been offered a contract that's the, he wants suits and mm. all of our leaves, and it starts to kind of crumble away and fall apart. Then I do think that is directly yeah. down to to, it, to to Levy and and Lewis, whoever's telling him not to spend. Yeah, but if you get to a situation, if, if that does come to pass, and that's a different situation to what we have currently, but I, I just think that that we have a massive mitigating 
circumstance in the, in the fact that the stadium is overrun, it's costing a fortune, and it is affecting our ability to act in the transfer market. Uh, that That is on Levy, but what he's doing is massively complicated and difficult. Um, I don't know anything else said. Do you want him out of the club? No. No, I would like to actually, if we got taken over, if Joe Lewis decided to sell, mm. I wouldn't actually mind Levy still being the chairman, mm. just like, you know, with a bigger purse. Yeah. Um, Potts regrets calling Marcus Edwards uh, a mini Messi. He, he has mentioned and talked about this before, yeah. that he kind of gave too much praise too early on, which perhaps gave Edwards an inflated sense of uh, his value to the club. Um, he scored his first goal the other day, didn't he? Yeah, he for, did, yeah. For his side. Where are you at? With I mean, it's not news really, is it? No, it's not so much news. It's just that um, there's other players who are coming up. I guess Troy Powell is probably the one who everyone's talking about. Mm. And I guess Potts has just been a bit more careful in lauding these young players with, with too much praise and putting too much pressure on them. Mm. Um, I think the mini Messi thing affected how fans viewed him as well. I mean, I, I mean, everyone talks about Marcus Edwards' bad attitude. He didn't, I guess, that Sheridan in, in the Norwich loan. But hopefully he'll get a bit of redemption with, the, with this loan move. But it's difficult because when, when, when a young player comes through, we think the world of him and then it's, it's, it's tough, mentally, especially mentally. Yeah, and, and, but you've seen players come through that, that have a lesser ability than Edwards. It's clear that he's a, he's a talented kid who are getting into the squad but aren't... You know, as good as Edwards, but uh, kind of like Skip, for example. I'm not. I know they're playing different positions and whatnot, but you'd think to, on on a kind of their ceiling as their, for their potential. You know, Ed, you'd imagine Edwards is higher, but he's out on loan in Holland or wherever he is. Um, it's, it's just one of those things that hard work beats talent, and talent doesn't work hard, isn't it? Yeah, just one of those. That's a, that nice boxing little uh, boxing thing. Yeah. It's very American. That did you see if I? <laughs> Badu Jack's cut on his head. I saw on Twitter. I didn't see the fight, but I saw the cut. Oh my god! So anyone who's into boxing will know Badu Jack is. But it, if you aren't into boxing, but just like gore, the, the gash was, on his head was yeah, it? A like, it was horrible. It was horrible. Like a minge on his forehead. Uh, it, and, and he fought for several rounds with that. Apparently, so. the, the ref got covered in blood. You saw it. Yeah. Tell you weeks, wasn't it? Yes. Anyway, uh, soldiers lost in battle. If you want to send some of these in, this is basically what, some circumstance in your in your life prevented you from watching or seeing Spurs. And um, we had a be- couple of belters a couple of weeks ago, yeah. last Monday, however. Um, but if you want to send some in, if, if they're long, then email editor at thefightingcock.co.uk or you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram. Um, but some of these fucking stories are, are mental. So Jacko Marshall, he says, my mum's birthday is on the December the 11th and she asked me if she could book t- if I could book tickets to the theatre for her birthday. I said, of course, and said my, myself and my brother, Massive Spurs hand, would be free for it. I noticed it was the same day as the Champions League and asked if we could move it, uh, but she said that the deal was only for that day and I wasn't bothered as this was two days after the tool draw with PSV, so I thought we were out. So yes, you have guessed it. Myself and my brother spent the 11th of December watching Kinky Boots instead of Barcelona <laughs> versus Spurs. Fucking <laughs> hell. I think my mum would have understood. I don't know, would, do you reckon? If you booked something for your missus and... I don't know. Big game. It's her birthday though, isn't it? I know, you got a of birthdays. When, when again, that, that was a once in a lifetime... I missed, I, mean, I didn't watch the game either. What? No. Didn't you? No. Where was you? Was you in Jamaica? Yeah, I was on holiday. Oh, I mean, but that's... He was on the other side of the world. What was you doing? I bought some data and I followed it on live score. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so it's not like, like an that, Irish that, bar, no? 
<laughs> yeah, an Irish, an Irish pub in Spanish Town. <laughs> Listen, Spanish there is I, there is more Irish pubs in the world than there are Irish people. Yeah, that is true. That, that is, is true. true. Yeah. So, so everywhere you go, like, no matter where I ever go in the world, me and my friends do a thing where we have to take a picture of us having a pint in an Irish pub. I don't know if there's an Irish pub in Jamaica. There must be. They... There was one in Oman last month when oh, I was there. Really? There was one in Oman. What was Oman like? Place. It was not all that. It was all right. It was just a desert. It was yeah. loads of expats. Yeah, well. uh, it was a load of oil expats that think they're kind of, you know, they boast. I heard a, overheard a conversation boasting about how much pay, tax they do not pay. Oh mate. <laughs> um, so if you're if you're going to Jamaica, you're not going to be able to see Premier League football, or English football. No, I saw that there were two games, three games, and I didn't see the Barcelona. I saw the Leicester game, and I saw the Southampton game. Okay. Obviously, very exciting stuff. <laughs> Red Frenzy on Reddit. He says, "My brother, being the country he is, changed the clocks to, to uh, be four hours out during the day. I got home from a more than tiring uh, night shift and set the day, uh, set the alarm for five minutes before kickoff and slept like a log. So when I woke up, my alarm went and turned on my TV to watch the game. It had finished three one, three one to us at Stamford Bridge. Thanks, Belinda. What?" Does that did that happen? How did how that's some next level? How pass. did that happen? I thought because the, the 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 question before is is, is older. Mm. Is it about an older game? Uh, the question after is about an older game. So I was thinking when he was reading this out that he was talking about a game in two thousand and eight. So I thought that's more likely to happen because smartphones weren't about. So you could change. Yeah. You know, like I how has that happened last <laughs> year, mate? How how has that happened to you? I'm I'm <laughs> I'm calling bollocks on this story. No, it's yeah, you know, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm straight to, to that stupid Twitter account. Yeah. I don't believe it. And yeah. your, your name on Reddit is stupid. Uh, and this is this is this is actually pathetic. And yeah. it's it's red f- frenzy. Red frenzy. Red Why red. you got red in there? That, that's another good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, tell us more about your life so we can dismantle yeah. it. A <laughs> uh, DM would do. Uh, cheers, mate. Thank you. Even though you're a liar. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking uh, Devil Boy on Reddit he says the last time Spurs won a trophy occurred on the day of my 21st birthday 24th February 2008 for those who weren't around to see it my my uncle a season ticket holder had managed to get his hands on the tickets to the League Cup final and offered me one as a birthday present unfortunately he, d- he didn't have my phone number as I was in the north I was in the north uh, at university at the time and was bad at keeping in touch with my family so he ran the idea past my dad. My dad decided that I, I was all the way up in Yorkshire and wouldn't want to come down for Wembley to see Spurs win one of the two trophies they have won in my lifetime against Chelsea, no less, who we didn't beat back in those days and turned the offer down. My uncle took one of his mates instead. Thanks, Dad. That's pretty uh, terrible. I mean, couldn't your dad have rung you? Like, your dad picked up the phone. Like, just uh, You definitely spoke to your family. I know you said you weren't... You know, in, in, in a great communication. Your dad way. just wanted to take one of his mates. No, his uncle took. His dad didn't know. Oh, his oh, uncle took. My uncle mate. took one of. His, so, I, I don't. What? So I, what, Why wouldn't your dad give you a bell and just say, "Do you want to go?" Like, what, what kind of family have you got? All here? the way in Yorkshire. Yeah, Yorkshire's no, like, still cut deep. Yorkshire's three three hours on the train. Yeah. If it makes Devil Boy feel better, I was there sitting next to Steve Perriman. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm sure that helps him. Yeah, I was there too. It was uh, an incredible yeah. uh, experience. That, actually, that made I um, become a member. Really? Yeah, that game. Really? Yeah, I was in the member before then, so yeah. Well, what was it? The goal or the, what made you? Because be- um, I just always talk about Spurs at work. To a point, I thought, look, I've talked about Spurs. I don't even go to bloody games. I should just at least put my money where my mouth is. So. Mm. Yeah, because you, you you got into Spurs. None of your mates or uh, your family yeah. are big Spurs fans, don't no, they? So I've never had anyone to kind of go and tag along with. So mm. yeah, I've been eleven years so in the now. In the ten year challenge, you <laughs> you were like a desolate single Spurs fan ambling around. 
Well, I wasn't single, I'll go on. Well, I mean, a single's bird. Well, yeah, a single entity. Yeah. A single entity, yeah. I was just, a bird, got a bird. Yeah, yeah. Still, still, still going. <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah, never used to go to go by myself in that first season. And, yeah. That's yeah. nice, though. And then you've, again, going back to the thing about the club, now you've got all of this. Got a network. Yeah. You've got, yeah. A whole network. Um, I've got one, I just remembered. And it, it didn't work out uh, at all well. Um, when I was 10, Spurs won the FA Cup in 1991. I wasn't born. Okay. Really? Yeah, I was born in September 91. Right. I look old as fuck as well, aren't I? I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You look look great. Um, And um, the semi-final, sorry, not the winning one. The semi-final against Arsenal, Arsenal. 3-1. And my dad had two tickets and three sons. And I didn't make the cut. Uh, (laughs) I've uh, I've been on a plane a couple of times. You know, like booked flights months in advance. <coughs> and missed games. Yeah, the one was uh, one of them was when uh, we had Inter in the Europa and uh, Adebayor scored in the last. Oh, the four, that was like yeah. That game. So like I so missed we, that game, so and I obviously landed and it was over. Three nil in the first start, uh, yeah. first leg, yeah. second leg at San Siro. Four down, weren't we? Wasn't it? Yeah, Cassano yeah. just ripped us to pieces, uh, and then Adebayor. So um, I'm glad I missed that one. Yeah. Delivered. Uh, Dwam, Dean, Dino, Dwam, Dwam, Dino. Yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints works as a bin man once a week to stay grounded. Which current Spurs player is most likely to fit in on the bins? Um, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see like Winks. You know, if like Winks is right, well, dad, right. Winks was a bin man, or yeah. like you know, like a chippy. Yeah. You know, like you know, on the uh, on the weekend, if Winks didn't have a game, go on the like, site. Yeah, yeah, go on the site. Yeah. Pat his dad. Yeah, you know, carry the tools around. I could have probably got a high vis jacket in his car. Yeah, yeah, just in yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love sending grot through WhatsApp. Oh yeah, yeah hundred percent. Yeah, why why do all tradesmen, all my all your tradesmen, mate, just send you like Terrible, the, the, the worst, worst things on WhatsApp? No, I know. I've actually got to a situation with WhatsApp where I don't open videos anymore. No, nothing I get sent. Gets opened. Do you know what I do? I, I, I uh, scroll through them really quick to see what's going to happen. Yeah, well, well, one, it, I, I got one that's about two minutes long. Fuck, says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's going to happen? Two minutes. <laughs> the first thing you do is turn the sound down so yep. you don't get done by yeah, the porno yeah, sound. No. Uh, Ricky's the worst, by the way. Ricky uh, from, from the podcast sent horrendous stuff. The worst one I saw was someone had like the theme tune for Dog Tanyon with, with the opening credits of Dog Tanyon. Yeah, I did. And then he got like five or six cocks in one arsehole. Oh. <laughs> I was like, bloody I, hell. I, uh, I, five or six cocks. How do you, how do, you do that? And they make it fit. It, it, they made it fit. No, but like, how do the. Don't show him. No. What the fuck? I want to see. He right, to see it. We, go do, we do after the podcast. No, no, show, show him now. <laughs> Hard to find it now. Oh my god! The thing is, when it's so old, like when you see Dog Tanyon on WhatsApp, you're not opening it because you know something bad. I might have deleted it. <laughs> Look at all this shit. Look at all this shit on these WhatsApp. All those are bad. Yeah, they're all bad. Oh, no, that's quite funny. Oh my god, this is it. Get turned. Okay, it was it was oh, it was God. three penises. Yeah, it's three. Because I was yeah. thinking five. There is no way that the, the like human. More. What freeze more? Kind of. It felt like more. Right. <laughs> freeze the maximum you're getting in there. Steve Plowman, uh, number one uh, on Instagram, says, "Who in the Spurs squad carries the most gravel?" Yeah, that's for Dave. So I saved yeah. that for you. Is that for me? Yeah. I reckon Trippier. He looks really. Trippier just looks to me like he'd pull up in in a transit and ask me if I had any scrap metal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He does. Yeah. It's just, it just looked like, listen to me, you got any metal in there, mate? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. 
Uh, what's your roof looking like? <laughs> don't live in a house, mate. Please leave me alone. I once... I, <laughs> I once... Uh, I, my ex-girlfriend had a vintage clothes shop. And um, the, a, 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 a gentleman of uh, the Irish travelling community um, came in and tried to sell us a mat, a slip-proof mat. A slip-proof mat for £100. <laughs> it was like rubber with a little kind of... Yeah. Know, just a normal mat. And I was like, mate, I'm, I don't want to insult you, but... Um, I'm definitely not paying £100 for mm. a mat. And, uh, please go away. I'd say, I'd say Dyer probably carries him. Yeah, yeah, Dyer, yeah, Dyer, Dyer likes a scrap, doesn't he? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, Dyer. Yeah, and he's probably got an Alsatian. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, I, I would say yeah. Dyer as well. I reckon he just goes around fighting people. I, mean, I must have explained this a few times on the pod, but in the early 80s, um, I think Birmingham and Portsmouth had really hard hard case teams. Yeah. Mm. They go around the local pubs and just fight people. Mm. Just find the biggest cut in the pub and just fight. There's like Mick Harford... Pat Van Den Aar, people like that that go to pubs all around Birmingham. I mean, 2008, though, we had Pavlichenko and Adam Hutton and they both got convicted of beating up their dad. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to think, do you reckon they, they go out after a win on a Saturday night, get drunk and then go home and beat up each other's dads? Just compare notes. Yeah, just just little <laughs> Adam, Adam Hutton headbutted his dad. Yeah. And uh, Pavlichenko beat up his dad. Yeah, well. I didn't yeah. know about yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, they both beat up their dad. Uh, Pav was on lit. It's just, his hair was mad. And uh, he, was, he was good, but not... Nowhere near good enough. He would come up with like moments of brilliance the, the against kick. young boys. Yeah, oh, that, 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 yeah, yeah, I remember that. that. And the young boys. One, one of the best free kicks I've ever seen. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah absolute top bins. Uh, final question, Chev Chelios. Might be one more after that. Is that all right, how would you feel if Poch was sending our people out uh, to spy our? Uh, sorry, how would you feel if if Poch was sending people to spy on our opposition? Well, I'd be did. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. No, I wouldn't care. The whole thing was just a massive non-story, but I yeah. think the way Bielsa handled it with that PowerPoint presentation was just... He killed it. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, to have balls like that, to call a press conference, <laughs> I, I'd love I'd love Pochettino to do that. I'd would, I would, I would revel in it. You I, know? I have no, no issue at all. No, I mean, it's not a problem. Um, it, you know, like I said last week, it's a competition. You do anything to, to, uh, to win. Uh, Barty TFC... He says, if you discovered your current partner was once a porn star, would you watch their old footage? 100%. 100, 1 million percent. Every day. What did you say? What? I said I I probably probably would have already seen her. Oh, right, right. I thought you said I I probably already have. (laughs) No, I should have have clarified that statement. One of my ex's friends uh, was a big porn star, like a Brazzers-level porn star. Wow. Um, And I occasionally would watch her videos... Yeah, just to uh, be like yeah. you know, not one out to know I know her. Mm. You know, it was just a little bit I, extra, wasn't it? I get the kink, um, but I the, the idea of watching a, a, a porn star no less uh, row my missus. Nah, no, I absolutely wouldn't. I'd have to go for therapy to, to forget that she'd even done it. I de- I'd definitely watch one and love one out. <laughs> 100%. I don't know because I'm not. You know, I reckon one day when I'm married, I, I'd probably be in for cock holding. You know, so. But then got, <laughs> I reckon. reckon? I try it once. But you got, but yeah. The question you got to ask: if it's just a simple one-on-one Gonzo scene, then it's okay. But if it's like a massive oh, gangbang, you know, like an American like, football like, level gangbang, oh, you're, yeah. you're a bit like, well, yeah, don't think anyone wants to see that. Like with 20 blokes and somehow they just get a mattress out of nowhere, chucked yeah, on exactly. the floor, and she's on there in yeah. the middle of a mansion and she's just getting a train on. It's just, uh, I don't want to see. It. I don't. Like, give him no. a slap in there. I know, it's a nice question. Thanks, Barty. Yeah. Barty, you're a fucking weirdo. I told, 20, a, I told a story on stage the other night about being banned from Lush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just What's thought Lush? of it because John Bass was Cosmetics. there. And, you, know, you know the soap shop Lush? I got banned from that. The sex shop? 
the soap shop. I was going to say, half soap, yeah. yeah, yeah. Soap shop, yeah. Because when I was 14, I got banned. And they from took a, a soap shop? Yeah, they took, took a picture You're of me. Nicking. I was I was banned there from Nationwide. No, I um I fingered my first girl at 14. Right. Like, not bragging, but I did. And uh, her name was uh, Stacey Crook. I mean, and um, got a big audience. So if you're listening, Stacey, get in touch. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I started talking about it on stage, um, just riffing about it, and uh, and it was weird because I, I knew I was the first one out of my friends to know what a vagina felt like, mm. you know. And um, I was trying to tell, it, I was trying to explain what it felt like, but I couldn't, you know. I was like, didn't know. And uh, then I was in the soap shop lush once with my older sister, and they used to sell this block of soap that was made out of jelly, and there was a slit down the wow. middle of it, and I just stuck my finger in it. And I swear it felt just like vagina. Right. I swear. Like warm apple I was, pie. It was like, just like, like, it was so, like, so, it was the, the closest thing. And uh, that's not why I got banned. I got banned because a week, a week later I brought 10 of my friends and we all stood and took turns. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and they took a picture of us. They said you're banned from every lush in the UK. And that's I was, what you should be. I thought you were going to put your dick in it. <laughs> well, that was the next step. Uh, all right, that's it for the final podcast. Thank you very much, David Alfred Ward. Uh, we will see as many of you as possible at the fucking EV bar. Yes, for, like, you, let's, you, let's do that. Yeah, you're coming. Thursday, it's going to be great, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait, because it's always the bollocks. I, it's great, Eve, you know, whatever happens. Yes, we'll sing songs, I'll try and make up some more songs. Also, also my boy John makes up some great Spurs songs, which I've sung a couple of times oh, when I'm drunk. And, uh, coming down? Yeah, I don't know. I'll, get, I'll text him. I'll yeah, yeah, text try and get him down. He, he does do some Spurs songs, and that's it. Um, thank you for. <laughs> why am I, yeah, why am I doing this? Close, why am I, sorry, close it up. Um, thanks for listening, <coughs> and we'll see you on Thursday. Coming you Spurs. <coughs> Brilliant. Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.